This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's do this, motherfucker, bitch. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We are the podcast that's here to talk about basically anything that you fucking want. And if you have a long commute or you're just bullshitting all day, well, that's what we're here for. We're the Genius Brain Podcast, baby. We got Joe motherfucking Jitsukawa every Thursday. Hello, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, you stupid bitches. <laughs> Konnichiwa, mother asses. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting topic that I feel that uh, a lot of uh, Asian Americans, and, you know, we typically, I guess, you know, because we are Asian American men, um, you know, we do have ideas about these topics that we don't really kind of focus a lot of our videos on these things because it kind of comes off really corny. But yeah, I feel like I, I do want to put my two cents in on this topic just because I feel there's a lot of people out there who uh, aren't us or me, you, Bart, or whatever that have a, a very specific opinion about um, Asian masculinity. Yeah. That's uh, the exact opposite of us. What's being per- perpet- uh, perpetu- was it? perpetuated? Perpetu- I said perpetrated. The perpetrated. <laughs> well, there's different schools of thought. Yeah. Right. And to me, it's all about the narrative. People want to treat it as if there's like we're a monolith and we think one fucking way and the Asian male experience is one fucking way, which I highly disagree with. And in academia and maybe like culture studies or even the guys out there that are kind of like leading this thought, I don't agree with. And I think that if we don't speak up and if we don't show the world that we fucking disagree with this thought. Yeah. What's going to do is I think it's going to poison our culture, which is what it is doing. And I think there's a difference between um, the objective truth and how you define it. I mean, there's a difference between the objective truth, right? Facts and someone's opinion and someone's basic like their own experience is not the truth experience of for for all fucking Asian Americans. But people out there talking as if it is, for example... A lot of people that are that have low self-esteem, they think, oh, you know, it's hard being an Asian man because I can't get dates. But to me, it's not an Asian problem. It's a you problem, bitch. That's a low self-esteem problem. Yeah. It has nothing to do with a woman's perception of your va- like of, of your value because of your race. That just goes to show what you think how fucking dumb women are. You think women are that fucking dumb that they'll choose like a race for for that's it yeah like that and if if all women are that fucking dumb that they'll choose a mate based off of race and they think that you're you're pretty or hot or whatever based off of your race then that means you think most women out there are fucking idiots yeah and that's not to say that those 
type of people don't exist because we know those type of people who have a certain type. Like I know like white chicks that only date black dudes. I know Asian people that only date Asian yeah. girls. So it's like, you know, we, we could kind of use that same excuse right back at you, right? They're like, well, if you're saying that certain women only don't find Asian men attractive because there's a stereotype that Asian dudes are fucking ugly, that might just be because you're actually fucking ugly. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Exactly. That's that's true, but then people will make this <laughs> argument, right? They'll be like, "Well, this is because uh, the white man controls everything, oh, and the up, there's man. a Western standard of beauty, and because there's a Western standard of beauty, like whatever, whatever, right?" But then all these bitches that have been saying this in the '90s and the early 2000s, right? It's been the same weak, low self-esteem argument. Because I heard this shit and I didn't believe it. And I was like, y'all just incels. Before there was even a word called incel, I was thinking, y'all are cock blocking yourself with that stupid mentality. Right. But they'll also turn around and be like, well, um, you know, this is Hollywood's doing because there's no fucking, you know, Asian roles that are sexy. So we don't looked upon as sexy. And I'm like, bro, it's not the white man's job to get us laid. Yeah. So fuck that. You know, it's your job to put your best foot forward and get out there and fucking socialize and fucking have fun and connect with people and have romantic relationships. Also, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is with your obsession with trying to get white women to like you. And what? why do they put them in a, on a pedestal? Yeah, I like, don't understand. I don't get that shit either. Like, what is this thing that it's like, oh, white women don't like? Why do you want them to like you so bad? What, what is because this obsession? Because to, to the value of an Asian incel, they're so race obsessed, right? That I think they put white women at a at the highest of the totem pole oh, of, so, of so races. It's like, it's like, a, like what a, a fucking badge. It's like, I got a white girl well, as an Asian guy. Is that, if, is that what that shit is? I think it's like this. If they're, if the way that they see the world is different races have different value and they see themselves as an Asian man has the lowest value, then obviously what they're looking at is women the same way. They're looking at women, white women, maybe at the top value and like, I don't know, whatever levels that they believe. Yeah. So, if they see themselves as low value on the totem pole, then they're looking at women the same way. And it's very odd, too, because they go, like, these hot white girls, they would never date an Asian guy. It's like, yeah, they wouldn't date you. And it's not even the white girl part. It's the hot girl wouldn't date you, whether they're white, black, Mexican, South, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. The hot girl wouldn't fucking date you exactly. because of your personality set. Also, you're probably fucking hideous. And this is coming from a guy who's not that attractive himself either. You're probably not that good looking, dude. dude I ran into a fucker like this during my uh, Europe trip. I ran into a fucking Asian American. We were all hanging out, right? And um, there were uh, there were there were European girls there that spoke English. We're all just hanging out. And the cool thing about Europe is like they're really into culture. They can have intellectual conversations. A lot of them are very educated and worldly. So we'll have these talks about the difference in culture. And this fucker, he comes out (laughs) saying. I don't like white girls in America because uh, he goes, I don't like white girls in America. They don't give me the time of day, but I want a girlfriend in Europe because uh, European girls, they all, they all like me. And I was like, they all like you, bro. Or like, basically he's, he didn't say that exactly, but he was just saying how like European girls give him a chance. (laughs) And then he goes off to saying some stupid shit about like, I want a powerful passport. Like if I date a European girl, I don't want like a shit 
Eastern European country. Like mm. I want like a top Western country. And the girls started looking at him like, who is this fucktard, right? He's oblivious. Oh, he's saying this in front of women. Exactly. He's cock blocking himself. And I'm looking at him and I'm all like, no, that's not true. Like, like shut the fuck up, dude. Right. And I'm like, white women... They talk to people just as black women talk to people. Like, what are you saying? Like, yes, racism does exist. I'm not even going to deny the fact that it doesn't exist. But I'm saying, like, most people are friendly, normal fucking people. Because it's just an easy way out. It's an easy excuse for you to say, because of my ethnicity, that's the reason why these things are happening to me. Now, I get it on like a systemic level of racism and all this other shit, but we're just talking about attraction in general, right? Yeah, and humans, like, here's the thing, man, like, and I was sitting there with some other, like, British Vietnamese dudes, and then they were looking at me and they're like, yo, peoples is peoples, bro. That's what he says. <laughs> peoples is peoples, right? And then I'm like, does this happen in the UK or or Europe? And he's like, nah, like, look around you. Like, everybody's with everybody. And he's right. I saw Indian dudes with like Russian girls. And I saw like Asian guys with like Spanish girls or whatever. And, you know, vice versa. There's just everyone's dating each other, Man. right? And he's like, why is America so race obsessed and Asian men there don't have this feeling or low self-esteem or maybe it was the guys I was around because the guys I, w- I were around, they were straight players like, like, yeah. like they were they were not afraid of women. Like we would go to the club or we would go have hookah or whatever or shisha and they 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 don't have any shame in just saying, hi, what's your name? Like, let's have a conversation. But that one boy, the Asian American dude, he was to me he was uh, quite a bit of an incel like he's he 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 kind of gets weird around women like i can tell if he's having that conversation in front of a fucking date you fucking moron what are you doing dude right like what the fuck are you doing like are you that socially fucking stupid like you're on a date and the white girls so they're they're white women why the fuck would you have a conversation about how much you hate white women right it's stupid dumb no but they i think this is the thing man everyone that has that mentality of, oh, it's tough for us Asian guys because we can't do this or whatever, right? To me, they don't realize the low self-esteem that they have and the and the lack of social skills. Because everyone knows that it's not these criterias that, that get you, like, a relationship or whatever. It's the energy and connection that you have with the human being. Yeah. If you understand social skills, if you understand the ability to let someone feel comfortable, wanted, accepted, loved... The things that make you a human being, not fucking categories, that's like, duh, fool. You don't get it. But we do have a a pretty, you know, I don't want to say big, but a vocal group of Asian Americans that feel as though that this is the truth. And I want to break that shit because it's not the truth. But they'll have these excuses. They'll be like, oh, it's because you have a following. And I'm like, motherfucker, before... I had a following. I was talking to all kinds of girls. Yeah. I didn't see it as like Asian girls are the only ones that'll date me. Yeah. I was like, I grew up around a lot of Latina and um, Asian, but some of my best memories were, you know, with like black and Latina girls. Like, I mean, and it's not even like I'm a fucking player. It's just me. She's pretty. She's attracted to me. You're shot. That's what happens. Let's go to the movies. Let's have some, you know, like what the fuck? And I was broke. Fucking skinny as shit, 
had a shit car. None of those things mattered. It's all about making a goddamn connection. And for me, I'm pulling my hair because these fools are so fucking stupid. Like they don't think that it's that easy. Well, the, and also too, what's problematic about that type of conversation, especially if you're, uh, if you're like an Asian whatever influencer, right? Is that you are under the guise of saying that number one, I am for my culture. I want people to think that we're dope. But the rhetoric, the language that you have, doesn't speak for that shit. Yeah, you are saying that the crutch in your life is because you're Asian, but you want to be recognized as an Asian leader. Shut yep. the fuck up. Yeah, that's like, not leadership. Exactly. That's, that's bitch shit. To me. I've always been very fucking proud. Yeah. Because I don't see the same shit and negative things that they do. Yeah. With where they see, oh, Asians don't get fucking roles on film. I see good, less fucking competition for me, <laughs> motherfucker. When they see, yeah. oh, they think Asians are a bunch of nerd, I'm like, good. They're intimidated of our fucking intelligence. Yeah. Let's use that against them. I'm a fucking leader. Like those guys, they're out here complaining like a little bitch. And to me, that makes us look worse. Yeah. If you're a prominent Asian figure and you're out there going like, oh, well, you know, the stereotype is this and that. And I'm out here to break that shit. You sound like a little bitch that wants respect. Yeah. Just fucking go out there and take it. God damn it. it it's so it's so weird to hear that type of language, too, for a lot of people, because they they sometimes they go, well, it's because you grew up this way. You grew up that. But you know what? You're damn straight. Like, yeah. I, I did grow up around a lot of strong Asian men. So even uh, to counter your argument, they exist out there. They exist. And, but, and but here's bundles. the thing. I think that the Asians that are doing hard shit aren't fucking talking and complaining. They're not. The most vocal fuckers are the ones that are the weakest mm -hmm. because they're the first ones to start bitching. But don't get me wrong. Like, we do need to speak up. We do need to address problems. We do need to fight for our rights. All those things I agree with. It's the way we go by it, yeah. right? So, like, I just saw this little neck shark thing. Um, ben Baller was come basically, he was talking about how a lot of Asians are soft yeah. and we need to, like, toughen up. And I do agree. It's just that... There's a vocal group within our community mm -hmm. that they represent the voice and their way of doing things is that it sounds like bitching. It doesn't sound powerful. It doesn't sound confident. It sounds like an insecure bunch of fuckers that are like, please stop treating us this way. This podcast is brought to you by Postmates. Oh, my goodness gracious. What can I say about Postmates that I, I just I just haven't said before? Postmates is the best. It's like my best friend that will do anything and everything for me any time of the night. Because sometimes, I don't know, at like 11 p.m., I want me a bottle of wine from a beverage place. But I'm too lazy to go out and get it myself. Well, that's why I swip, whip open my Postmates app and it gets it for me. You have no idea how many times I drank myself into an oblivion and I couldn't wake up to get myself a good bowl of pho. Well, guess what? I didn't have to because I just hit up Postmates, baby. Yes, I love Postmates. All you got to do is download the app for iOS or Android for free. And then just browse the local restaurants and businesses and you track your delivery in real time. You could see like on this map where you see the person just come up to you with the food. You just gotta let them know how you want to receive it and there you go, bing, bang, boom. You got delivery to any of your restaurants or a majority of them that you like straight to your freaking door. I love 
Postmates for a limited time. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code BRAIN. That's code BRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code BRAIN. Yeah. You know what's interesting too about that? I think one of the strengths that I thought, well, I am, I think it's once again, it's language and perspective that I thought was really great about Asian people was the fact that we didn't have to say shit. We would do shit. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so we didn't have to go on Twitter, talk all this shit. They go, Asian people are dope. It's like, of course we're dope. We own all half the businesses in this fucking neighborhood. Exactly. We're making fucking money. Our kids are going to Ivy League colleges. We are taking up a majority of the, the roster in your academic. In your highly academic schools. UCs have over 40% Asian population. Yeah, so it's like we don't have to say it. We do it. That's what we're about. That's what we've always been about. So that's what I was taught, right? My yeah. aunt, um, what she told me is during World War II, you know, Japanese people were, were rounded up, taken to the camps, whatever. And there was rumors or just the word spread out in the camps. The reason why they threw us in camps was, uh, you know, they thought we were foreigners, they didn't throw in the the German Americans, the Italians or whatever, because they thought they were full blooded Americans. This is what we need to do as a community. We need to go in. We need to send our kids to the military. We need to have them take high positions in government, in military, in community. We need to speak English proficiently. We need to go in there and become a part of the culture to the point where they can never do this to our people ever again. Yeah. It wasn't, let's go and fucking hit those bongo drums outside (laughs) and march. It's like, no, fuck that shit, you know? So the first um, Asian American, uh, uh, one of the generals was a Japanese American, first uh, senator, politician, um, uh, what, what do you call it? Congressman. They're all Japanese Americans because that fucking fight to go in. And being like, all right, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So within our community, what I was always taught is every time you got to fight for some shit, take it the fuck over where it's effective. And I get it. There is a time and place to protest and use your voice. If it wasn't for that, we would have never got the apology from the U.S. to the Japanese American community. We, we, we have to battle it out in court. But to me, that's still... Having a voice where it's effective. You go to court, you do the fucking debates, right? You go and you speak and in, 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 um, you rally people up for something that's effective and it makes sense. If you're out there and you're bitching about Asian guys have it hard, getting having a hard time getting laid because we're not in movies... That's a stupid fucking reason to be fighting for something. <laughs> you, you know, this is what I kind of appreciate about black culture, too. Um, I mean, they, they I mean, there's people who have different differing opinions about this. But when it's it's almost as if some of these guys who talk about, you know, getting the white woman. Right. Yeah. Like you'll hear a lot of Asian dudes. They go they see a, an Asian dude with the white girl. They go, yeah, fuck that guy got one. Right. Yeah. But conversely, like in the black culture, when you see a black dude with a beautiful black woman, they, they celebrate that woman. They go, you found a beautiful black woman to be with. Yeah. For some reason, like with, within our culture, I don't feel like there's this thing where you see a, a, a Asian dude with a beautiful Asian woman. You go, that's amazing. Like, I'm glad that you found somebody within your culture yeah. that's beautiful. But for like they, they celebrate 
the, the the fact that you got somebody outside of the race, which is cool too. That's fine. I mean, we live in America where we're a melting pot of cultures, or we're supposed to be. But for some reason, it's not celebrated in our in our culture, in our Asian American culture. It's it's weird. Yeah, and I know, I heard from some guys when they see like an Asian girl with a white guy or a Mexican guy, they they see her as a race traitor. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there are okay. Mm, I know there I, are yeah, I know weird. There yeah. are weird people, just guys in eight, like just both male and female Asians that um, they have some type of weird identity thing where they almost are racist. Like there's that self hate. There is a there's a group, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, they it sucks, man. There's like a compilation of uh, 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 cuts of women saying shit. Asian women, like, oh, I don't, I'm not really that attracted to Asian guys, even though I'm Asian. It's it, they're pretty ugly, or like they say some really fucked up shit. And for me, that I don't that that the that that self hate shit is weird too. It's just as weird as people you know that are hella incel and only want like top notch uh, Latin girls or white girls or whatever, right? The way that they're approaching it, there's a level of this, I'm ashamed that I'm even Asian because Asian people embarrass me. Yeah. And I know there, there's a sector of people like that. I'm not even going to deny that they exist. But here's the thing, though. Like, when people are just generally in love and you see a white, I mean, Asian girl with a white guy or whatever, there, there, is a, there, is, there are Asian guys that look at it and they're like, oh. They're taking all our women. Yeah, and, and, and it's think, fucking weird. I think it's important to note too that I, I think when we say these things, we're not saying that those people who've had these like anecdotal or very specific experiences where they felt this type of like I guess inter inter racism that it hasn't happened or it doesn't exist. But the problem is that what I see is that you're taking personal experiences or sometimes I don't even want to say sometimes a lot of these people that I've heard this from that had this argument. Dude, you can't even get any girl to date you. Yeah. So where is your opinion about this specific race who you want that they don't like you? It's like it's not just the white girl. It's the black girl. It's the Mexican girl. It's the Asian girl. They all don't like yeah, you. Yeah, it's anything yeah. with the pussy basically doesn't fucking like you. Yeah. Even I even probably like bitches. Like actual female dogs probably won't even fucking walk up to you. You dumb fucking sick fuck. And when people put like one race or one type on a pedestal, right, do they even think – Hey, maybe you have so much confidence with Asian girls because you're so used to that. Yeah. And anytime you're speaking to a Latin girl, black girl, white girl, whatever it is, you're so scared and you're so not yourself that you act differently, which invokes a different type of reaction in them. Yeah. And they never see it that way because they're socially fucking stupid. Yeah. Like maybe you're comfortable in your comfort zone and so you could be yourself a little more. And then when you see somebody outside of what you normally approach, you don't know how to act. Like you act weird. Like how many times have we seen this shit where you've seen a dude that clearly didn't grow up around a single black person or whatever. And the moment you see somebody with a little melanin in their skin, they're just like, hey, what's up, fam? What's popping? What's good? It's like, bro, what the fuck? I've seen that so many times. It's like, where the fuck did this come from, you suburb bitch? And if they're Asian, it's so fucking embarrassing, dude. Because I'm like, why the fuck? Dude, you grew up in a fucking suburb full of white people and like where did you pick this up yeah like just chill relax man it's not why do you extra urbanize yourself around (laughs) black people the fuck 
I see it so often too, and, and it cracks me up. And you know, I, I think everybody does that like shape shifting thing a little bit, right? Because we want people to be comfortable around their whatever, whatever they're comfortable with when we have conversation, right? Yeah. We all do that a little bit. Like when when a cop pulls me over, you're damn straight. I'm like, hello, officer. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I definitely yeah. do that shit too. When I have meetings with with white people, I definitely speak a little different. Yeah, you know? of course, because we're humans and we want a mirror. Yeah. But the excessive level of that. It's just fucking weird. It's man. hysterical, it man. It's pretty weird. Like, yo, I know this one homegirl too. Like, she, every time I fucking shit you not, you see anybody with like a drop of black in them. She just comes out. She goes, okay, what's up? What's popping? What's good? It's like, bitch, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Ah, and, shit. you know, we had this conversation. I remember like, we were drinking. I got a little drunk and I kind of called it out on that shit. I was like, yo, how come every time you see one fucking black person, like all of a sudden you're over here like doing that bone quee quee like fucking. She probably doesn't even know she does she probably, it. You know what the funny shit is? She, the first thing she said was she's like, you're not the only person that grew up around black people. I was like, I know, but you didn't. Because <laughs> so you like, know exactly, I know who you're talking yeah, about. I was like, it's I know, so funny. I know facts. Like you didn't. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm not like the black ambassador or whatever, whatnot. But it's just a, it's a really odd thing because you could tell too when she does that. Yeah. Though they feel a little uncomfortable too, and it's inauthentic. Yeah, and they're trying. You're not reading the room. Exactly, yeah. and, and sometimes too, I see them like they're trying to entertain her a little bit. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, she, you know, she's trying to be a part of the culture, so why the fuck not? Which is really dope of them. But for me, when I see that, sometimes it's like you didn't have to do that. You're a great person. Yeah, you're, you're just dope in general. You're a talented, fucking, energetic human being. If you would have just been yourself, you don't think that these people would have just accepted you for what you were. Yep. Like that's that's all good. You don't have to do that shit. And like I trust me, like I said, I understand. Like when I like Mariel sees it sometimes too. Like she always, so it's funny because uh, the the last place that she lived in. Uh, the the front, uh, what do you call it? The security people at her apartment complex, they're all black, right? Mm-hmm. And a majority of them, I'm sorry, a majority of them are black, but every now and then there's like, uh, there's like uh, I forgot her name. I think her name was Shelly, but she was like a white lady that would be there. And she, Mariel looks at me um, after we would go in a few times. She goes, it's, she goes, you know what's really funny about you? I'm like, what's funny? She goes, when you speak to the white lady Shelly, you're very like, it seems like you're almost a little cold, but the moment you see like a uh, like a black woman there, like you guys talk, you chop it up, like you're super comfortable around them. And I was like, oh. well, it's because that's what I grew up around. Like I know how we we joke about the same things, we laugh about the same things. So you feel like I feel like culturally, I'm in, it makes sense. You're comfortable, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's. It, you know, and then you're walking on eggshells, maybe because you're you're not too used to the white lady. Yeah, because I don't know. I'm not. I'm not comfortable. Like, you don't know if you might offend her, or you might be unprofessional, or just the boundaries are weird. For sure, and yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. stuff that's built in my head. It's just not something that I'm used to all the time. Like I've I gotten better now. Now I just I'm just myself 100 percent all yeah. the time. But for sure, like if if I'm around like black, Asian, Mexican, it's easier for me because that's what I've seen growing up my whole life. Yeah. So if we if we spark a, a com- spark up a conversation and we chop it up, it's just gonna be naturally easier for me yeah right like we could i know how to joke around with like black folk asian folk mexican folk yeah because th- that's just we share the same sense of humor so even when mariel saw it she thought i think like, she kind of thinks that sometimes i'm mirroring the culture yeah which i understand too like i get it which it, it, to a certain level and to a certain extent i am but it's something that i grew up with my whole life it's a level of comfort yeah because <clears throat> people that are international that are listening to this they really don't get how segregated the U.S. is. For and sure. we are a race-obsessed group of people. You know, you mentioned that, and I do agree. We are very, very yeah. race-obsessed here. And very category. Like, we, like, oh, no, I'm Asian-American. And you know what's funny is I was talking to a, a, a Canadian friend of mine, and, and then um, she was saying, like, you know, in Canada, we don't do that. Asian-Canadian. Yeah. 
white Canadian, whatever Canadian. There's it's a couple. Like, there's a couple like, of YouTubers that like make videos about that shit. Yeah, we're just we're just we're just Canadians. We're just yeah. fucking Canadians, and then it's like, well, or or you're from Montreal or Quebec. You know, yeah. you're Quebec. You're you're you're, you're Frenchy, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that that makes sense. And yeah, there's brown people, white people, whatever, but they're not so damn race obsessed. They're just people. People are very label obsessed, though. Like they, yeah. for, for for some reason, for a society that I always read up all the time, they go, "Don't label me. Don't tell me what to be." But the moment somebody quote unquote mislabels them, they're like, "What? That's the wrong label." It's like, wait, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Do you like labels or do you not? Do you want to just exist and be yourself, or do you want a label to tie you to what you really are? Yeah, because are you a, is your personality a cat? Category, or would you rather define who you are independently? Yeah, I always go for independent, right? Mm-hmm. And then people or or students always ask me when I go speak at colleges and stuff, and they go, "Do you feel responsible for representing Asian Americans?" And I say, "You should never, first off, <laughs> look at me as a role model or anyone that should be speaking for Asian Americans as a whole, like as a president. Like I'll say my thoughts, but they are my individual thoughts." I have my own experiences, but at the same time, I can't stand by and watch while other Asians are pushing this fucking shit narrative mm-hmm. that I do not agree with about our people, about the men in our society, about our value to other people, all that shit. Like they're talking about it as if it's the fucking truth. And I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. Yeah. That's not my upbringing. And that's not what I believe in. And I also want to go out there and start talking about this stuff because I actually want to help people that think this way. Yeah. If you are an Asian dude with low self-esteem and you don't get it yet and you're using all this knowledge, all this research, all this fucking whatever you think are facts to to argue for the point why you don't get laid. <laughs> why you don't why you're not successful why you can't get the job why there's a bamboo ceiling all these things now i'm not denying that these things exist in society i'm just saying it's not probably affecting you as much as you think it does and you have every fucking power in your own personality in your in your own lives in your own fucking if you put your work if you put work towards doing this of overcoming that and not being an expected stereotype that you think you are yeah. And we can change the bar because it's a perception thing. Because when we fucking started, the perception about Asian guys or Asians in general was they didn't have much. Uh they thought we were foreigners, they thought we mm-hmm. were, you know, people that were nerds or maybe exchange students or we didn't have a good brand in entertainment, right? And then we start to change shit. Wong Fu started to change stuff. Uh, dancers, Asian dancers winning all of those American America's Best Dance crews, they changed the perception. The fitness world, you have Bart, you know, introducing Asians to powerlifting. Which is crazy. You know what? I didn't even realize how big Bart was in terms of being a catalyst for Asian people who wanted to powerlift. Yeah, he single-handedly brought Asian Americans to powerlifting. He, I had no idea. He's like a godfather in that right. aspect. I mean, there's a lot of other people, but every time somebody mentions like... uh a powerlifting, they mentioned Bart. Yeah. Like Bart was the guy's like, yo, you know, Asian people can be buff, right? <laughs> right. And no one, you know, and, and that was something that Bart had to break because when he was a lot younger, um, he went and saw buff Asian dudes. Cause you know, when you go to back then it was called Bally's total fitness. Like there were a lot of ex con Asian guys that are fucking ripped. Right. Yeah. So when he saw that and a lot of Asian guys had this mentality as if 
Asian men can't get gain muscle. That was a stupid universal truth back in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I used to believe that when I was younger, too. Yeah, they they somehow thought, I mean, dude, we're all human. We all have muscle. We all can fucking build muscle, yeah, right? And, and, you know, there's there obviously like, I think I forgot Reddit. I think it was like a men's fitness, but they were talking about how people who are, you know, like black descendant, they do have like a genetic advantage or whatever. But it still doesn't yeah. mean that. It's impossible. It's impossible. They just mean they got an edge on it. That's all. They just have a slight edge as well. So the thing is, it's all about believing in it first and foremost, right? But if if the majority of the population believe this fact or this fucking statistic or whatever nerd shit they came out with of Asian guys being undesirable, I would break the fuck out of that research because first off – how, what's their sample size? Who are they fucking asking? Where do they get this information? I just want to see it published. A, I just want to see a Tinder fo- photo of the guy. <laughs> I just need to see a photo. Yeah, yeah. Like, but let me see what you look but like. People bitch. will quote studies and they will quote statistics and all that. And I could break every fucking one of those things down because what it does is it damages the self esteem of our people. Mm-hmm. They believe this shit. And you have prominent figures in our community or people with a voice within our community, whether in academia, um, whatever, pushing this fucking bullshit. They're lying. This podcast is brought to you by Purple. Do you have back pain? Do you sleep like crap? I guarantee you do because you do not own a Purple mattress. My friends, I have slept so well since owning my Purple mattress. And in fact, I used to be a curmudgeon. I used to be a really surly, surly, angry individual. Well, ever since I owned a Purple mattress, my life has changed because better sleep equals better performance equals better everything in life. That's a David So guarantee. And what I'm saying right now is that my Purple mattress has given me the best sleep of my life. Thus, I'm better for it. And did you know that there's just like rocket science technology behind the material that is made from this mattress that's built for you to sleep really well? We're talking about rocket science developed it, my friends. Yes, I'm not BSing you. Dems is facts. So check it out. The Purple Mattress will feel very unique to you. But guess what? 100 night Risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund, backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping, and returns. You're going to love Purple, and right now my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Yeah. Yo, let me say this, too, real quick. The man who I was going to vote for, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, by by the way, I fucking love the guy. I like what he stands for. I think like he's thinking about the future. He's very progressive in that st- in that sense. And I love the fact that he he really puts the idea of he, the $1000 thing even though I joke about it. The reason why I like it is because it puts your it puts your destiny in your own hands. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Here's $1000. Everybody above the age of 18 in your household will get $1000 after you're 18." Yeah. Right? That's so dope. if you choose to have healthcare or you choose to have things, here's the ability to do it. Now it's really up to you. Yeah. I enjoy that a lot. Right. It seems a lot more plausible. Now, having said that, all this positive stuff, he is ugly as shit. <laughs> now, I, but he, you think so? I think he's a really good. I wouldn't say ugly. He's just a typical goofy looking Asian dude. Did you see yeah. how beautiful his wife is? 
No. His wife is a beautiful Asian woman. Like, wow. she's so beautiful. Like, I'm yeah. like, and so what you saying about Andrew Yang then, son? He's not the typical Daniel Day. I'm saying well, he's an alpha motherfucker. He's he trying to be president. He doesn't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Confidence. Man. He is the man that I'm talking about. Like, yeah. he's not typically what I what you say. I'm, I'm joking about the ugly ass motherfucker. He's not as attractive. So you think he's out of his, his wife is out of his league? I think when people see them, yeah. right, they might think that she's a little out of his league right. in terms of like physical looks, right? But yeah, that's coming from somebody like me, anyways. But the point what I'm saying is that look at his wife. Yeah. She's beautiful. And mm-hmm. on top of that, too, she's a boss ass fucking bitch. Yeah. And she decided to meet somebody who met her standards of being a fucking boss. Right. So what do you say about that? A man who who arguably, who in my mind, could be like the next pre- president of the United States, not in this term, but next term, you know? And that's what I want to do is I really want to inject that confidence into our people that might be feeling bitter. They might be feeling lost. They might be feeling like, hey, why try? Because they don't like Asian people anyway, or they're not going to give us a chance anyway, or whatever, right? That mentality is is a bitch. Like, seriously, like you're a little bitch, and you don't deserve to succeed because you are sitting there, and you're guaranteeing your future's failure by sitting there and saying, well— You know, what's the point? Like, I'm not going to get a girlfriend because, you know, I live in this town and they're racist or whatever. Well, move, bitch. How about that? Right. How about you fucking move, you pussy ass motherfucker? There's there's also this weird thing, too, where people in the United (laughs) States where I I don't understand where this happened, but people believe that where they are born, where they grew up, that they are they are guaranteed a job there or they're guaranteed certain success yeah. where they're born. No, you're not. You're not guaranteed shit. Yeah. Like I hear this a lot with uh, people who look for jobs and careers, right? They yeah. go, oh, the jobs are so scarce out there. And it's like, well, yeah, you're still staying in the same city. You get out. Yeah. If if you really want to, it's just like, no, what you're trying to say is that I want to make a living where I'm comfortable in, where I grew up in. That's what, and that's okay to say that. Yeah. But to say that there's absolutely zero jobs for you out there makes no sense to me because it's hard to say that because you <laughs> haven't really looked. As Cletus says, it's a free country, God damn it. <laughs> Go wherever you want. <laughs> you really can. And, you know, you have that ability. Like if you're, if, if just to speak to like a lot of Asian dudes out there that probably grew up in a very white area where, yeah, probably you're not the, the, the standard version of what an attractive male is there, right? You do know that you have this ability to move elsewhere. Yeah. And at the end of the day, women are so accepting when it comes to looks when it comes to all of that if you can if you have charisma if you have the ability to make people feel connected to you it's hard for you to believe i know but if you have it you will be able to find love and it's like what kind of women are you going for yeah are you going for superficial bimbos that like only go for a, a guy's looks that is the minority people like that is not the majority of women so like all the guys that are saying this i can clearly tell they have no experience with girls they're just making up fucking rules yeah they're making up assumptions and all this stuff and so i'm i'm just here like okay there is a school of thought here within our people that i completely fucking detest i hate that shit but how do i sit here and instead of making them feel like attacked which i've probably been doing all my life because i hate this thought how do i help them come into our world because our world is much more fun our world is full of enjoyment love friendship socializing going out exploring the world and you know and i think the biggest thing is accountability like exactly i 
I think a lot of people are scared of accountability, but accountability is freedom. You know why accountability accountability is freedom is because it allows you to understand the world around you. Yeah, like so, it, what it does is says, I can, can change this thing that's fucking up. That's what I like about accountability. Exactly. It's like, oh, I I am accountable for a lot of these things that are happening around me, but I have an ability to change it. Yeah. When you push your problems onto other people and everything else, like your race and your culture, you're basically saying, I can't do anything about it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit around, I'm going to complain, and I'm going to make sure that everybody understands that it's never my fault. Yeah. It's because I grew up Asian. It's because I grew up in this town and this, but you don't want to change. You don't have an ability to change it. That's why I like accountability because it shows that you could pinpoint what the problem is. You could take it and tear it down. Exactly. And that's because we're leaders, right? Yeah. To me, that person who's talking, you know, he's getting stepped on. He feels like he has no options. Um, he's also created mental barriers and limitations throughout his life. I don't know what happened. Like, you know, there are people like, for example, um, you know, there's some public figures in the YouTube community, you know, that even though they've gotten some level of success, they have a chip on their shoulder. Mm. And then they believe this stuff because maybe they got bullied. Maybe they, it's all anecdotal, obviously, right? Like they went through a bad experience. So from that point on, to me, I call this low level thinking because if you don't want racism to be perpetuated, right? If you don't want these things to exist, you have to think above the people that you feel are your enemies. So, if you're sitting there and you're like, white people bullied me, white people racist, white people this, right? You're doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. as those racists by persecuting a whole entire group of people. Yeah. You got you to gotta come up above that and go, no, I'm not going to let this asshole determine how everyone else is of this culture. There's great freaking people out there. It's just I had a bad experience, maybe with a handful of fucktards. But I like to believe that the majority of people are fucking dope and they don't want this. And so when you do the same shit to the to the people that are doing whatever shit to you, you're not rising above it. And to me, that is a victim. You're not a leader. A leader will rise above it. A leader will say, hey, guess what? This motherfucker robbed from me. But I'm not going to go around and be like, hey, now his whole fucking race is a bunch of shysters and a fucking bunch of, you know, burglars and they're good for nothing people. You go, I had a bad experience, but guess what? I know there's 20, 30, 40 other people or whatever uh, that will make up for this one fucker. I want to see conversely the people who are so vocal about being defeated because you're an Asian American male and these things aren't happening for you. Conversely, I want to see the confident, well-dressed, well-put-together, handsome, tall Asian guy that does that and says, you know what? Still, not not a single girl will talk to me. And I guarantee you that person doesn't exist. He does if he has low confidence. I'm saying he has good confidence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to see that happen. No, I have it because I know those guys. I even know guys... That don't fucking look good. Doug, I, I got a personal friend right now, <laughs> right? This dude is, I think from an exterior, he looks like this like sex fiend. Like he's Mr. Sexy Man. But he's a really, really shy fucking guy, right? Yeah. He's a good looking dude. Very talented. 
it's so fucking funny. It's like if women, if it's just, let's say if it's just the confidence thing too, and women, just women in general don't find Asian men attractive. Yeah. Dude, I've seen so much pussy thrown at this guy just because he looks like mysterious. And it's not that he's mysterious. He's just shy. Yeah. So it's like. That's so funny. You know, and he's not, he's not confident in like the women stuff. I'm serious. Like he would text me, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, Hey man, like I'm on this like dating app. Um, this girl sent me this shit. Like, I don't know how to respond. I was like, well, what do you mean? So she'll send some shit like this. He'll be like, hey, what's up? Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. she'll write back, looks at his shit, you know, likes the way he looks. She goes, hey, I'm just like down to fuck. Like, so what you doing tonight, right? Wow. You, this fool just wrote, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did that's you just cool. He goes, that's cool. I'm like, do you want it? I was like, you don't know? I, I was like, wait, so what did you say? He goes, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I just wrote, that's cool. I'm he like, freaked out. He freaked out. And I'm like, you sexy son of a bitch yeah like i have never if there has never been a point in my life where a woman just looked at me and said i'm down to fuck yeah i had to giggle my way into that pussy yeah so fucking hard but you used some type of skill oh for sure i know what i lack and i know what i'm good at right like i i have a mouthpiece i can talk right so it takes a little longer the route's a little more difficult to go to mordor but I'm going to get there eventually if that's what I'm looking for. Do you right? know there's a there there is a section of our people, a shit fucking group of people that they'll go up and talk to girls, right? And if they get denied, they go, "Oh, what's up? You don't like Asian guys?" Oh, of course. Fucking <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, I've heard this multiple yes. times. It's like it's it's not don't blame it on our culture why you why women find you weird it makes you look small it does it makes you look weak dude don't it, fucking say stupid shit like that yeah it's like also maybe it's just cuz you're ugly i think that's a lot of it is just ugly personality ugly confidence and just that's a part of the game bro like you're supposed to get denied like you'll get denied by many 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 women just cold approaches before you find the one that gives you a chance dude th that that's the thing you got to shoot your fucking shot yeah when you shoot your shot too guess what women have this ability to say no to you it's their choice you fucking rapist <laughs> <laughs> you fucking See, that's another rapist. incel thing to do is like they feel entitled to the women yeah like, like who says man it's it's just so twisted dude so every time i hear this thought right it, i feel crazy because like i'll challenge it but there's so many people that agree with it. I'm like, so that's your fucking universal truth? Like, that's it? Like, you guys, you agree on the fact that um, we're low value. We're not wanted. Oh, um, I hate You know, we, we, we're not looked upon as this and that. And then, and then there's no solution. It's a circle fucking jerk of complaining. And to me, I'm like... If you think you're getting stepped on to me, you deserve to be stepped on. Yeah. Because me, I refuse to be fucking stepped on no matter what I do. Yeah. I refuse. Even if I am getting stepped on, I still refuse to be there and I want to rise up from it. And for me, it's like, okay, if you want a woman to like you in general, if you don't have the strength and the power to rise up and, and, and get what you want, that that's a that's such a unattractive trait to not have that confidence that you're gonna fight for it. Yeah, and I, and I was reading a comment uh, uh, on this certain video where this kid was like, 
He goes, yeah, I kind of relate to like Asian men not being attractive or wanted. Like when I, w- I used to be like five feet tall and when I was like 300 pounds, I couldn't get a single girl to like, but, but then I lost weight and then I had a growth spurt. Now they like me. I was like, what's that got to do with you being Asian, bitch? You were five feet tall, 300 pounds. You were on the verge of death. What the fuck? I don't know in any race where that would get the girls flocking to them. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying fat people aren't attractive. I was a big guy. When I when I got Mariel, who, by the way, to me, Mariel was fucking beautiful. And it's so like, when Mariel and I got together, I was huge. I was a big fucking She got guy. you at your worst, bro. She got me at my worst. <laughs> only up, uphill from there. And I've had a conversation where, where I talked to her. I was like, what, is, what was your ideal guy? She goes, well, a guy that's very active, loves rock climbing, wow. mountain climbing. He's fit. And I'm like, damn, I don't fit any of those categories. And that's what I'm saying is women are so much more forgiving than, when, yeah. than men when it comes to looks. Like, she probably had this huge goal and criteria of the type of K-pop star she wanted. Exactly. I did not hit that fucking And category. you fucking swooned her, man. You just came and up I, and, and fucking I, connected. I, we connected and I broke that mold. Like I And I never thought of my weight being a crutch. That that was the biggest thing. It wasn't a crutch. Yeah. You know, it was just, oh, I'm I'm big cute is what I thought. <laughs> I, mean, I always And people that. feel that, dude. Yeah. Like, I forget that you were fat. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was I was watching an old JK News and I just I couldn't I was like, who the fuck am I looking at right now? I was like, was I really that fucking big? Like fucking shit, dude. I saw when all three of us blew up. Oh, yeah. Dude, we were all Bart looked like a toad. Dude. <laughs> I looked like a fat hamster, man. It was so funny. We there was a point. If, if you guys maybe may not have noticed this just because you guys watched this so often, but there was a point where all of us were all collectively at the fattest point of our lives. Like I was like 270. Joe was getting really big because this fool was trying to bulk, but he forgot to work out. Yeah. And, then, and then Bart was just going for a uh, powerlifting strength. He looked like a fat toad. It was so funny. He was like, he said he was like 230 pounds. He was pretty big. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. I was the biggest I ever was. That shit was so fun though. Cause we would eat hell a lot though. Yeah, <laughs> we would eat so much. I'm, I'm, I was like 170, 180, and and yeah. I'm only five six. So, <laughs> that was a lot. so yeah, I mean, I mean, just to kind of wrap this up, like I, I do understand if if you guys live in a certain area and that's just how you were treated, but to to go in there and sit, say that this is how it is for all of us as Asian men, because I can be the counter argument to you, right? Like yeah. what I grew up in my experience. So who's who's here to un? Who you can't validate my experience, and not just mine, a whole shit ton of Asian men's experiences. Yeah, outside of also just this country, like Joe was talking about when he was in Europe, his experiences with those men out there and how they're just just nabbing any type of girl that they want. I saw straight Asian dweebs with like hot model girls. Yeah, and I was like, this is the most oddest couple I've ever seen. <laughs> but it's really okay. At the end of the day, man, here's the thing. For you, you might believe this. It might be true for you. You might have even been through some racist experience or whatever. I'm not even going to deny the fact or put it, brush it under the rug because it exists. Racism yeah. does exist and it sucks, right? Everyone that's listening to this, whether you're Asian or not, I want you to realize that you have the power to change it all yeah. in your own experience. And like, you know, maybe through these talks or maybe through these podcasts, you can find that confidence within yourself because at the end of the day, I don't want people to feel like attacked for their thoughts and beliefs. I just want you to realize that there is an alternative to your world. Like you don't have to be in that situation. There is a, there's a certain group of Asian guys that are out there that are pushing this fucking thought 
that are thinking we're low value, that other races don't like us as much. And they think that they're on your side, that they're trying to build you up, but they're not. not. To me, it's perpetuating a thought and a culture that I fucking hate. Yeah. They're allowing you to wallow in your self-pity and your hate, and they're feeding off that shit. They are. Because it's validating their own insecurities, and now that they found another group of people who feel that way, instead of lifting each other up, they're like, no, we. this is where we're at, and we're going to be angry at the rest of the world. And I'm not even going to... There's certain okay. There's certain catchphrases like or there's there's certain thoughts like oh, an average Asian guy versus an average white guy. You know, the white guy is gonna do better in dating. Like they believe weird fucking shit. Well, like I don't this. understand what is that. What is it? Where did you get that? Exactly. From? But first off, it's like how do you even? What is even average? Yeah. What is the criteria subjective. for average? It's so subjective. It's based off of this stupid low self esteem thinking. And to me, I I fucking refuse it and I refuse to believe it because that's not my world and that's not the world of a lot of people around me. And I think I want people out there to realize that. Don't fall into this way of thinking because it's so poisonous to your mind and it's guaranteed failure and it's guaranteed low self-esteem. And so there is a way out, right? And the whole goal for us, I think, is we've always been at the forefront of shaping culture. For our people, for our, you know, we have a different way of thinking because maybe we think more of a pioneer than someone who's a, who's a, who's reacting to what's happening. Yeah. Right. For us, it's like, okay, I see there's a problem, not even going to deny it, but let me go my own way and maybe I can pave something. So that other people can can feel confident in saying like, oh, these fucking idiots do it. I can do it too. Yeah. Right. And to show that there's other ways of thinking and there's way better alternatives. And um, for you, if you're if you're out there and you're just like, OK, I used to think kind of shitty about my own situation and my own people and dating or whatever. You can now take matters into your own hands and change your own luck and change your own destiny and all yeah, that. You can literally you you every day that you're alive, you are writing your own story. At the end of the day, when when whatever all your chapters close, what is a story that you're writing about yourself? Yeah, right. Like, what's is that how you want to end it? Is is this is this where the the I don't know fucking whatever uh, I don't know Philip. Wong or something like that. Wait, that's that's Wong Fu guy. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's he's Wang. Okay, thank God. No, okay, right? So, yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, it's Wang. It's Wang. Oh, it's Wang. That's right. So let's say Philip Chang. All right, let's say Philip Chang. Like, you're is that the story that you want to tell about yourself? Like, out of all the life experiences that you had, things that you could have done, and you go, you know what? At the end of the day, my chapter or my book's going to end at the world hates me. Nobody finds me attractive. By the way, we're not talking about Wong Fu. We love those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they're not. He's by the way, Philip is fucking engaged. <laughs> like, yeah, he knows he knows how to date and, yeah, and be in, in love. So he's good. I mean, he writes about it all the time. Yep. So, you know, what I'm saying is like, if if you out there, Mr. Philip Ching Chong Chang, you're, you're, you're writing this story and that's where, that's the narrative of your book is that I am unattractive because of my race and this is where I lie. This, yep. is, this is it. You have an ability to change that narrative. It's there. It's there for you. I'm not saying it's easy. Maybe if you live in a very, in an area where Asian men aren't found attractive, yeah. but you do have that ability to do it. Or they might not find themselves unattractive, but they might have this preperception that others find them unattractive. So they're not even going to try approaching them yeah, or making friends or making any type of connection with these women. Yeah, and the comedy side of me wants to say, if you're a fucking ugly loser, that's probably the reason why. <laughs> so you need to build 
on the strengths. If you're an ugly fucking person, make, make them your, laugh. Make them laugh. <laughs> make make your insides beautiful. Make become a butterface. Work on your body or dude. whatever. But at the end of the day, dude, it all comes down to being able to connect with another human being. Yes, it really is, yeah. man. Like I, I think the biggest thing was like Mariel and I connected on on a very like a, I want to say like spiritual, just human level. Yeah, and that's what made me. W- like so attracted to her and that's what made her attracted to me so and and women are giving us the answer 24 7 like i guess that a lot of guys are just not listening and they always say personality personality i like personality right and then like a lot of guys just can't believe how simple it is yeah and then also to you know clean yourselves up a little bit (laughs) but definitely the personality thing has a big thing to do with it well guys that wraps up this episode of the genius brain podcast coming in with that fucking heat you guys already know every thursday is gonna have joe unless he has bronchitis or some shit again (laughs) oh my god dude i was sick for over a month not a bullshit but uh, every thursday we're gonna try to keep this stuff very like topic focused I, I I asked a lot of people when I was uh, doing a couple of college tours like what they like and they said that they like the uh, focus topics uh, every now and then with me and Joe so I love it too man it keeps it nice and precise so you guys can find us every Thursday every Sunday Genius Brain uploads uh, take us on the commute uh, have us just I don't know change our lives get that dick hard and that pussy wet I don't know what the fuck I'm saying bing 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 <laughs> give us that five star leave the comments below and we'll talk to you and see you next time peace